When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Fortunate enough to be joined by the great big Greg Biggins, national recruiting analyst for 24-7. Hello, Greg. How you doing, my man? Good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, let's just uh, let's get down to business. Um, Elijah Rushing. Before we get into the recruitment, uh, he's the top-rated uh, defensive uh, defensive end on your guys' board. Talk a little bit about what kind of player the South Point uh, South Point Catholic 2024 pass rusher is. So, I mean, we actually have him, you know, as a top 10 player nationally. I think you can, you know, universally say, you know, he's a top 20 player. Um, just a, a natural when it comes to an edge rusher. It has the frame that you want to see, 6'5", and he's long, you know, 80-plus wingspan. He's in that 240 to 250 range with the frame uh, to get to 270, probably in a two- or three-year period. Um, plays hard. He's been productive at the high school level since freshman, sophomore year. Double-digit sacks last season. So, I mean, literally – cliche time right checks all the boxes um you always hear people say that drives me crazy but i just i just used it checks all the boxes but no in terms of his his physical talent athleticism the frame um he's a prototype kid and and i don't see any reason why he can't be an instant impact guy and and three and done i mean i think he's that talented okay so again arizona fans are not used to uh, being in the mix for these kind of players this is kind of akin to Bijan robinson when he came out of south point a few years earlier you know number one rated player depending on where you look in his class how big of a get if he were to commit to arizona would that be for jed fish greg i think you froze right there let's see here uh Asking Greg Biggins if uh, about Elijah rushing and how big of a uh, deal it would be if he uh, if he did commit to the University of Arizona. Uh, let's try to get Greg back there. Maybe uh, maybe hop out and then hop back in. Not exactly sure, but. Um, uh, with Elijah rushing, though, a lot of people are going with it, and they're saying that you know Arizona right now uh, that's getting a lot of love right there. Um, and not only is it getting a lot of love, uh, let's see here. Let's see. Greg, let's let's try to get Greg back in. Uh, hold on just a second. Texted him back. Uh, hop back in. Hop back in. Just a second. Just a second right here. Uh, let's see here. Same link. Uh, let's see here. All right. Hold on. Texting Greg. Again, sometimes right now when it comes to back in the A, sometimes things go a little bit off chart. But again, Greg will be back on here in just a second. Shane Diefenbach is popping in here. Even though my lighting is really bad. 
Greg Biggins is back. Shane, Shane's going to be joining us right after Greg. All right. Greg, you're back, my man. Hey, uh, Paul, I had no idea what happened there. I just uh, lost you there for a second. No, so I think you were asking. Um, I mean, you can make a case not to use too much hyperbole, but, I mean, it could be, you know, the biggest impact recruit in the last decade, you know, obviously right. T-Mac was a, you know, was a five-star guy, an instant impact guy, freshman wide receiver, All-American, lived up to the hype. Um, but Elijah, man, he's he's different, right? He's he's a unique kid. He's a guy who you could see envision being a top 10 NFL draft pick in just three short years. So uh, for Arizona fans, you know, them, it's been Oregon, it's been Arizona kind of back and forth. Right now, the Cats have more of the buzz kind of leading into that decision coming up this week. So um, I think it would be, a huge, huge impact player recruiting. I think it sends a message to other in-state players about, hey, we don't have to leave home if you know we, everything right here is in place. And um, no, I'm, I'm fascinated and curious to see how it goes when he announces. But as of right now, I think it kind of looks good for the Arizona Wildcats. All right. When we had you on, we had you on about a year and a half ago. And the first thing you told me about Jed Fish is you're like, you know, when Jed was hired, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really know what to expect, but you know, the more I started digging around, the more I started looking at the staff, I came away pretty quickly thinking that this thing could succeed. Um, we're a couple years in now. Arizona's got a really nice roster going forward, which we're going to talk about a little bit. But you know, two years in now, has uh, what do you think about the job that Jed Fish has done? Yeah, no, really good. And I think I didn't, I didn't know Jed would be that aggressive as a recruiter. And he hired, he hired a staff that is, has been relentless. You know, it's a young staff. It's an energetic staff. They seem to enjoy the chase, which, you know, for me, recruiting, so much of it is just being active, um, enjoying it, um, kind of being competitive with it. You know, they got Brendan Carroll, who, you know, probably the best staff I've ever seen since I've been doing this almost 30 years was those Pete Carroll USC staff. Right. They had guys like Ed Argeron and Sark and Lane Kiffin and Brendan Carroll was on that staff too, Rocky Seto. So, uh, you know, a lot of young, I call it new believers, Eel. Um, a lot of young energy there. And he's really put that roster. You mentioned the roster. I, I think in two years, you know, you're looking at probably two of the best recruiting classes they've had in Arizona for a long, long time. And he put those classes back to back. And, and that's about having a, a ton of on-field success. I think, man, he continues to win. Um, six games and then maybe you get to eight games and all of a sudden, man, I, I think he's hit the portal hard and they've done a really good job. I think NIL has been good for them. I think they've done a good job evaluating. And then the next big thing is developing, right? I've always said football isn't basketball. You have to actually develop these guys. They're not going to ever be a, a one and done football player. Uh, so you got to see how they can develop kids over a three to four year period. But between the portal, uh, between getting high impact guys at key positions I like where things are going right now. I like what Jed's doing. I like where the program is trending for sure. All right. So let's talk a little bit about that 2022 recruiting class right here that um, obviously was a top 25 class. Now, a lot of times, Greg, on paper, top 25 classes look great. Everybody wants them, but some some materialize, some don't. This was a big one right here. You've got T-Mac, obviously, the number one rated wide receiver to ever come here. you got Jacob Cowan, you got Jonah, and you got Jacob Manu. Those are four massive, massive building blocks that Arizona fans aren't used to seeing. No, and honestly, Jacob Manu was a guy who, you know, was one of the last guys they brought in that class. You know, he's obviously – Hey, pat yourself on the back a little bit on Jacob Manu. <laughs> Come on. I, I mean, I, I think that was all Jed. You know, he, he's a guy who – there's no doubt about his talent. But, you know, he's a six feet on a good day, you know, inside backer. And I think what a lot of times we get away from, not just colleges, but us, when it comes to evaluating talent is, you know, sometimes we forget, hey, can the guy play football, right? It's in, in all sports, right? Basketball is the same way. Um, you look at measurables, you know, things like height and weight and, and length and 
um, athleticism, but can he play, right? How important is that? It's the most important thing. And I think Jacob, man, this guy is, is an alpha. You know, he's a right. tough guy. He plays hard, motor off the charts. And he comes from a great program at Servite, OC Buckeye, played with Noel Fafita, played with T-Mac, knows those guys well. And, you know, honestly, without those guys kind of pushing a little bit, I, I think they had as much to do with it. You know, in terms of, like I said, uh, Noah Fafita, um, his dad, Les Fafita, runs OC Buckeyes, and, and they were for anybody uh arizona took a chance on him late and he made an impact and he's had a as big an impact as any linebacker that came in uh the pac-12 that year so huge huge job by that staff at arizona to take a chance on jacob and obviously he's delivered for him the other thing too greg that really impresses me too is the evaluation level of this again you know when you get a guy like a t-mac in here I mean, yes, T-Mac should be good. You guys have known about T-Mac at 24-7 since, what, he was a freshman or a sophomore at the very latest. But you look at other players. You get a Jacob Manu. Then you get a Jonas Savanea, who looks every bit the part of a first-round pick. Another player like a Wendell Moe from Long Beach Poly that was committed to Morgan State that's starting six games in. And I can keep going, but they've done a really good job of finding some under-the-radar type guys, though, as well, Greg. Yeah, I'm, I'm shaking my head because I'm going, why didn't we rate those guys higher? You know, 7A was a guy we knew was good. But because COVID, uh, we didn't get a good look at him. And then we saw him at the Polynesian Bowl, and we, we saw what he looked like and how he moved. We're like, dude, this guy's going to be a dude. And right. I think we had him at, on that border between a three and a four, which is like an 89. Right. And I just, in hindsight, me and, you know, you know Blair Angulo, Brandon Huffman, we, we knew he was going to be good for whatever reason. We just didn't give him that bump that he deserved and uh now we all look dumb and he's gonna definitely be an nfl draft pick which that's what a four star is right i know right. people understand rankings it's for us it's an nfl draft projection a high school ranking and, and he's gonna be drafted and we're gonna look stupid um and, and same thing with, with you know with wendell a guy who i i said kind of similar with, with jacob you know maybe didn't have the you know the the, the highest upside in terms of his his frame athleticism just a great football player. And talk to anybody at Long Beach Poly, man, heart and soul of some of those really good poly Long Beach Jackrabbit teams. And if you know anything about high school football in Southern California, Long Beach right. Poly always has dues, right? So um, a couple of guys, again, credit the staff, great job. And then also credit them for developing them. I talked about that earlier. Those two guys got in there. They're playing right now. And I'm curious to see where they're at in two or three more years. How big is the energy factor in a coaching staff combined with these kids getting recruited and whatnot? Because the same, the thing that I keep hearing when we'll interview kids is they'll say, man, these guys are relentless. They recruit us harder after we commit than we, even before we commit. How important is having that kind of energy? Because quite frankly, we haven't had that at Arizona in a while. It's huge. It's like one of the first things that kids are, are responding to, and it's, it's infectious. I think when you go to a school and you take your unofficial or your official visit, now, you, you kind of want to know that this this staff has some juice to them. They have, you know, I, again, uh, I think it's a younger staff. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to be young to have energy. But I think with the staff at Arizona, man, they're young. Um, they get after it. They recruit hard. They can relate. Right. That's another key word. Right. Relatable, being relatable to both parent and the kid. Um, but, yeah, man, they, you know, they, they kind of like that vibe that, that they go to Tucson, visit the campus and, and they kind of just feel it, right? They, they kind of feel like, hey, the program is kind of starting to turn around. You kind of sense the belief in the coaches, the sense the belief in the players. And so, no, energy is a key word. It's a huge reason why Oregon has been so successful. Kids take their visits to Oregon. 
And the first thing he says is midnight staff is crazy with the energy and you know how that they how much they all love to be around each other and how hard they're recruiting us. So we're seeing it work at other schools. I think Arizona is using kind of a similar model. And it's been very effective so far. Greg, you're the goat at this. Um, but one thing I will say is that I, I, I've never given advice on anything before, but you need to check out Keona Wilhite in person. All I'll say is this, is that I'm pretty close with a number of the people on the South Point staff. And when he transferred there, I got a call and a couple people told me, they said, this dude's unlike anybody else that we've had. He compares favorably to everybody, anybody, including Elijah. I'm very curious when you watch him, what you think they're playing Bishop Alamany this year, by the way. Yeah. Yep. No, he, he, he's a guy. He, he, he's going to get a bump. Another great job. That was, you know, we thought that was that he was a UCLA lean last month. I uh, took his official visit and loved Arizona and end up going there. So, no, he's a definitely a stock up guy. I think we have right now is 88. I want to say that's off memory, which my memory isn't very good anymore. Uh, so, again, All right, I think Greg's freezing a little bit again, so we'll uh, let's uh, let's try to hop back in there. Um, now, a couple things though about that we're talking about with let's try to get Greg back in there again when we can. Uh, we'll text him that. But um, a couple things though with this uh, with Elijah rushing is that um, uh, the big thing is is that uh, the big thing is um, that let's be honest here. This would be the highest rated player to ever sign here in the recruiting uh, in the recruiting era. This is a guy that is just next level. He is um, again when you're the top rated defensive end in the entire country. Arizona doesn't get players like that. ASU doesn't get players like that. Okay, let's see. Uh, he's backstage. Let's let him back in here. Add to stream. Greg Greg Biggins is back with us. What's up, Greg? Long time no talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm having some Wi-Fi issues right now in this no, house. You're good. So. Apologies again. No, you're good. Um, okay. But uh, so that's a nice little, again, um, just jumping ahead a little bit. If Arizona were to get him, that'd be nice, though, because the one thing that Arizona has not had under Jed Fish is good defense. If you can get two pass rushers right there, especially two local pass rushers, that's a nice little uh, it's a nice little uh, carrot right there. Yeah. No, again, NFL draft What's you know, after quarterback, the, the next best guy to go typically is going to be either a left tackle or an edge rusher right because if you can get after the quarterback the whole defense looks better those cornerbacks that maybe aren't great in coverage now they look better because all of a sudden they have you know only to you know two and a half seconds to cover a guy versus like 12 seconds to cover a guy right. so you get some elite pass rushers um it helps your whole defense when right? you have to slide a guard over now guess what your d tackle looks better so um it's huge, man. It, you give me a give me a good edge rusher that defense has to kind of you know really pay attention to. Your whole defense looks better. So, dude, Elijah rushing again. Let's get ahead of ourselves. It's looking pretty good right now, right? right? Looking pretty solid right now. That it would be it would be monumental for uh, for Arizona to be able to land him in state guy. Um, again, I'm a huge fan of, of what he can do um, as a football player. And like I said, a couple of years, give him time, right? Those I would say, man. O-line, D-line, probably the hardest place to come and make an early impact is because of the physicality you're going against. But, and Elijah, special talent for sure. How important in, the, is, in this day and age is the obviously the NIL? Because Arizona obviously is going against a school like Oregon. Again, that's Nike right there. How important is it, though, to have one of those top-flight NIL programs? And if you don't have a top-flight, how is a way that you can counteract that, I guess, for lack of a better term? It's really hard to counteract it. You know, as you're speaking, I'm trying to think in my head, you know, how do you counteract that? I, I don't think you necessarily have to outbid everybody. There's certain schools out there. You know, Oregon obviously does a great job with NIL out West. Um, USC, another program you hear about with NIL program doing being very good. 
you don't have to necessarily outbid those schools, but you do have to be competitive, right? If they're offering right. such and such, and I'm not even going to pretend to know any figures, but if they're offering such and such, you, you can't come in and say, okay, well, we'll give you, and it's a quarter of what they're offering, right? So you have to be very right. competitive. And then I always say, you know, NIL, it's going to be a selling to a player. There has to be, you know, everything else, right? It, it's comfort level with coaches. It's development. It's early impact. It's can I get to the NFL? All that stuff matters. At the end of the day, NIL is big, but that NFL paycheck is going to be even bigger. And kids, know, I think kids know that. So um, it, NIL, to answer the long, long with his way of saying, yeah, it's very, very important for a lot of the top kids, top 100 kids for sure. Um, but you need to have everything else also, uh, you know, really strong with your program too to be competitive. All right. I want to ask you a couple about a couple defensive players before we let you go. First, I wanted to ask you, though, Justin Flo comes in here, obviously the epitome of a mega, mega recruit. I think he, you said that he was about as good a linebacker prospect as you've scouted and or somewhere in there. What do you expect from Arizona? What do you what would what do you expect? What would you like to see from Justin Flo this year at Arizona? Because he's looked the part obviously yeah. in spring and whatnot yeah yeah I'm, I'm, i just want him to stay healthy because i think that's right. the biggest thing for him he hasn't been healthy since he's you know went to oregon and if you want to circle back he wasn't healthy his senior year of high school at upland high school so it's been three or four years if he's 100 percent right. healthy man he is an impact player probably the most violent um physically intimidating imposing uh, i mean this guy if you want to go way back i mean he's he's dick buckets he's he's right. angry he plays that way. Everyone knows he's got, you know, he's, and I mean this in a good way. He's got a little, little craziness in him, right? Right, right. And, uh, I think if you're playing against him, you're always kind of have to, you're always a little bit worried because he's he's got that edge in his game. Sometimes he gets a little bit wound up. And, you know, as a linebacker, you got to still be able to process the game very quickly and and not just, you know, run forward and just seek and destroy whatever's in front of you. Um, so I, I think for Justin, the biggest, man, if he's healthy and, and he's playing disciplined football, there's no reason why he can't be an instant impact guy, all pack 12 football player this year. The, the linebacking core intrigues me because you're also adding in Leviticus Sua at that point as well. Another four-star kid out of modern day. What's Arizona getting in Leviticus Sua? So he's kind of like more like the opposite of Justin in terms of man. He is about the, the smartest high football IQ meticulous in his detail. Um, four-year camp then at modern day, that's unheard of, right? right. Again, mentioned Long Beach Poly. Uh, modern day is like the number one school. They're the Alabama high school football right now, even though they lost to Bosco in the final. But uh, Leviticus uh, is one of those guys who I think he can come in and play right now because he's so smart. His intelligence right. is off the charts. Um, you know, we thought he might be going to Stanford. Now, just because you go, you know, to Stanford, book smart doesn't mean football smart, but Leviticus is both. Right. There's that play with his intelligence just seems to be instinctively he's off the charts just seems to be you know two or three steps ahead of everybody else on the football field might not be the most twitchy athletic kid um although he is athletic enough but right. he really relies on just game preparation knowing where to go and again he kind of also plays with a similar justin flow he's got a little bit of an edge in him he's got some nastiness in him and he's a downhill bang the crap out of you type inside backer with some versatility. He's always been actually pretty good on the seven on seven circuit when it comes to, you know, being able to cover and play in space. So he's a guy I really like a lot. What would you say the talent level in Arizona is overall? I mean, not compared to California or Florida or Texas, but outside of those really elite states, what would you, where would you peg Arizona, the talent in state in Arizona? I like it. 
Um, I would say if you're, if you're going out west, you know, mm-hmm. I say you California's number one because of depth. But I've always said this, and I think Blair Angulo, who covers Arizona for us, will, will back me. You take those top 10 players from Arizona and right. uh, the top 10 players from California, there's not a whole lot of drop-off. It's more you go from 11 to 50, right? right. That's the difference between California. Um, but, you know, there's always been a, a big three for me. It's more of a big four. I would actually put Georgia in that right. Florida, California, Texas, I probably actually have Georgia probably one or two. I, I think Georgia's loaded. Florida one, Georgia two. But I think out west, I would put Arizona number two, Utah, uh, depending on every year is different, right? But I like right. Arizona, Utah quite a bit. And I think depending on the year, Arizona's probably a strong number two, at worst number three when it comes to West Coast region football talent. Do you see anything from uh, uh, from Jed Fish and Kenny Dillingham that maybe they'll be able to uh, recruit this state in state better than some of the previous coaching staffs have been able to? Yeah, I, I think. Uh, and again, I hate saying things like this because it makes it feel like I'm taking shots at previous staff. That's not what I want. No, to it's just. Yeah. But yeah. No, I think both Jed and Kenny, again, a lot of energy. You right. know, all the stuff I said about Arizona, you know, kids go to Arizona State and they said the same exact thing, man. Uh, you know, love the energy, love the vibe. The coaches and the players seem to be very connected with each other. Um, Arizona State, Kenny Dillingham came from right. that Oregon Duck staff where that. All right, I think uh, I think Greg's freezing up again a little bit. Uh, with Greg, let's try to let's try to get Greg back in one last time here before, and then we'll let uh, we'll let Greg sign off. Um, uh, let's see here. Let me just text him back here uh, one last time. Um, if you can hop back in, hold on. This is where this is called live right here. One last time. All right, Greg. Th- thanks, my man. You're back. Editors here. Uh, right. So Arizona State. Uh, Arizona, very similar when it comes to the young energy from the staff and how maniacal that, that staff is in terms of getting after players. And because of that, you know, and I think also NIL, I think both those two programs, you know, are, are going to have an effective NIL program. We, Arizona uh, obviously already is doing some work right now in that department. So if you're an in-state kid, you've always felt like you have to go outside the West in order to get uh, seen, in order to play on a big stage. Um, it's always going to be tough to compete with schools like Bama, Ohio State, Clemson, those type of schools. But I'll tell you what, it won't be from a lack of effort from Arizona State or Arizona. They're going to go after car. They're not going to concede anybody, right? right? Elijah Rushing's recruitment is, is showing us that. They're not going to concede a player. They're going to go after him hard. They're going to present a lot of reasons why the kids should stay. And just because of that alone, I think they're going to both be more effective and keep it some of those top 10 guys. Before men, top 10 guys uh, almost always seem to leave. I, I, I would not be surprised at all if we see a lot more of those top 10 guys stay and play for one of those two programs. He is the great Greg Biggins, uh, lead scout for 24-7 Sports. Greg, you have a good time up in Laughlin, my guy. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. He's great. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, my guy. You got him. Greg Biggins from 24-7 Sports. All right. Now, I'm incredibly excited, obviously. We got to pay the bills right here, and then we're going to get back to it. Shane Diefenbach doesn't know that he's going to be joining up here, but he is going to be joining up here in a second. But first, BetMGM Sports. All right. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, uh, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. And again, uh, check out the show notes for full details. Now, if you wanted to bet on Elijah Rushing, you can't bet on Elijah Rushing going to Arizona. But if you wanted to back the A, back the A on PHNX or uh, uh, BetMGM. Let's hear Shane with the disclaimer. 
Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, now we're back right here. A bunch of stuff to get to. First of all, though, I do want to tell one thing, and then we're going to talk a lot about Elijah rushing here. We're going to get to all of your comments right here. But Circle K, I went by Circle K today. Not only did I go by Circle K, I was at the toughest one right there that we always talk about on Grant Oracle. And again, they served me the best gas prices in town. And you know what? I walked in and out of there proud to be. And on top of that, you got to see your favorite PHNX personalities talking to you. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Right now, text PHNX 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com slash store locators to find a Circle K near you. All right, Shane Diefenbach. You should hop in right here, Shane, because I'm actually going to give you guys a little bit of props right here. Shane, it doesn't matter if it's a little bit dark. Nobody cares. Hop on in. Um, In the meantime, though, let's get to the comments right here. Back the A, back the A. Major props to Jed Fish and staff. We do need to uh, we do need to admit, though, this is not over yet. He has not announced. He's going to be announcing on 24-7 tomorrow. But obviously, things look really, really good for the University of Arizona. And a big reason why for that is Jed Fish has done this the right way. Let's look at the Elijah Rushing uh, recruitment and exactly how this has all come to play. First and foremost, the one thing that when Fish came in here, we talked about this at nauseum. He has said, nobody will out-recruit us. He said, there might be times that we uh, we don't get a player, but nobody will out-recruit us. And on top of that, not only will nobody out-recruit us, even if another kid commit or if a kid commits, we will recruit him till the end. Now, again, he didn't quite say that, but that's essentially what it was. That's how Arizona got T-Mac in. And these seem like very small things right here, but for a tortured Arizona football fan base, these are everything right here. This is massive stuff because we've seen Greg Biggins is a true pro. He doesn't want to put anybody down. I will put somebody down. Kevin Sumlin didn't care. Um, he didn't recruit these kids. He looked for a reason not to. He brought in the swag copter, which was lame to begin with, showed up with DeMarco Murray in his skinny jeans and said, you know what? I've done my work here. We can't get any of these players. We're out. I've talked with the parent of one of these starters, and he even said, you know, we would have been interested in Arizona if they weren't the fifth school to offer us. Uh, this player is currently playing at uh, as prestigious a program as there is in the country. I'll let you figure that one out, who that would be. But Elijah Rushing, though, they've done it perfectly right here. You uh, you come in, you recruit him tirelessly from day one. He's an easy kid to go ahead and offer, obviously. And you bring in Cruz Rushing, obvi- uh, kid out of, or a kid that was at Florida as a walk-on. You bring him in as a scholarship dude. Big get right there. And... Elijah Rushing, and this is a cool thing about it, he's a family dude. This guy comes from a great family. Everything is yes, sir, no, sir. You will not find, similar to Bijan Robinson, you will not find anybody that has bad words to say about Elijah Rushing. That's just not, uh, because again, he treats people with respect. He treats people with care. That's a big part of what uh, his uh, his MO is right here. And quite frankly, that's a reason that I think so many people um, are hopeful about the possibility. And again, 
Um, you got also you got a younger brother, you got a younger sister coming up, play in front of the hometown audience. This is going to be a massive one. We're going to have an emergency live stream tomorrow, by the way, um, with this, because, again, this is going to be a massive deal if he does commit to the University of Arizona. Now, Jervis Williams, the great Jervis Williams. It's really been a long time since I've been this excited for both U of A in football and basketball in upcoming seasons. I am so ready. Back the A, baby. Um, I'll put it to you like this. I, I could talk Arizona football history, current, uh, current, past, present all day. Um, but this is kind of the first off season or maybe the second off season, to be honest with you, where my passion was almost as much for Arizona football. And that is because of Jed fish and what he's been able to do. He brought in a, a, like I said, a crack staff of recruiters. They've done things the right way, which is a massive part of this as well. And again, that's kind of, that's where we're at now. Let's see here. Uh, Kenny Abbey says my local, uh, my local circle K has the best swishers. Kenny, speaking of swishers right here, let's talk a little bit about OGs. All right. Now, some people can't sleep very well, and that's where OGs comes into play. OGs is the spot where you go in there and you can get all kinds of good deals, but don't miss out with uh, the flavors and the effect. Go get the pink lemonade gummies while you can. Check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or up to enjoy responsibly. Help you help them help you sleep. And the four peaks. Four peaks. Now, on the defensive line right now, if Arizona were to get Elijah rushing, then you would have him and Keona Wilhite, which would be two peaks. We got to find some other peaks in there. Maybe Tai Tai Uyaga Lele, maybe a, a Jacob Kangaika, guys like that. Deuce Davis is certainly in that mix as well. But again, for the four peaks, check it out. Again, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Uh, Kobe Thiel got me into the kilt lifter, by the way, right there. So again, check it out. Four peaks and They've all got they've got all kinds of stuff. Check out Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Hazy Imperial. All right. Um, let's see here. Mike, let's do a live stream on campus before a home football game. We did that last year with Lamont Lovett. We were going to try to do that again. Kenny, I like where your mind's at right there. Um, Rodrigo says, uh, my local Circle K has police tape around it. But again, that is the genius of Circle K. They're going to be in that area where the police tape is, and they're also going to be in the area where you'll never see police. That's because Circle K is there for the people right there. Got all kinds of good stuff right there. But Elijah rushing, though. we got to get back to the, uh, the elephant in the room right now with Elijah if Arizona were to get him, this would be on paper the, the best commit that Arizona football has ever gotten. Now, you could go back to the pre-recruiting rankings, and, you know, Michael Bates was probably considered the, uh, the number one running back in the country, first-team parade All-American, uh, Mike Chaska, dudes like that. But in the recruiting world now where you've got the Greg Biggins of the world that are looking very closely at these players, this would be the biggest one. Again, he's not B. John Robinson, but this would be a Bijan Robinson type get in that he's the number one rated defensive end in the entire country. This um, this is a really, really big get right now. If Arizona were to get him again, we're going to keep saying that if Arizona were to get him, by the way, we're probably going to have two shows tomorrow right there because we're going to have the normal 1230 show. And guess what? We're also going to have 
the uh, a live stream reaction right there. Sheer actually doesn't know um, about this, but Sheer's going to be on during the emergency live stream as well. So again, that will be a lot of fun. Maybe in the meantime, too, I'm going to have a, oh, Steve Hernandez. Great point. We'll make fun of Chief here in a second. But Mountain Mike's Pizza. Again, not Mountain Mike. People know that. You all know that. But Mountain Mike's Pizza is fantastic. Head over to Mountain Mike's Pizza or to their Mesa Chandler Tucson locations to place your next order. Reminder, new diehards get a $50 voucher upon signing up. Steve Hernandez, if we land uh, Elijah, Chief will downplay it. Correct. Chief will downplay it. But we're not going to let Chief downplay it on this show because we're excited about Arizona and what Jed Fish is doing. Bigger question then as well. We were going to talk more about this historic 2022 class. We're going to kind of shelve that a little bit for tomorrow. But a lot of people wonder, you know, if Jed Fish uh, were able to, uh, you know, will he just jump at the first big time job he gets? When you start bringing in kids like Elijah Rushing, if you're able to get him the T-Max, you start wondering to yourself, do they um, maybe maybe this is a destination job? Maybe Jed Fish looks at it and he can be his. This can be he can be the Lute Olson here. And again, love Dick Tomey. I sat through all the Dick Tomey years. Dick Tomey did a good job. He was never able to get Arizona to that next level, but he did a very very good job. But he didn't turn it into an elite program. Maybe Jed Fish is that dude. I'm just saying, maybe Jed Fish is that guy. We're about to find out. But again, lots of really good news today. But again, I'm going to keep saying this. And I'm going to keep saying this. It's not done until it's done. A lot of times I've got some real juice on this issue. I'm just reading what people are reporting like you guys are as well. So there's that. And Again, Octane Raceway Mavericks. Book some fun this spring at Octane Raceway and Mavericks. Kart racing, virtual reality, laser tag, axe throwing, bowling, arcade, great food and drinks, tons of different events throughout the summer. Check out OctaneRaceway.com and Mavericks.com to learn more. But, again, very uh, uh, thank you, Greg Biggins, for hopping in right here. All of you with all the comments right there. We're going to probably get two shows in tomorrow. Very, very excited about this. This is all kind of breaking right before we came in. Um, by the way, Steve Hernandez says we could be the next Utah-Iowa football. Uh, I don't want anything to do with Iowa. Utah, though, I like. Iowa's Big Ten. We don't do that. Solid every year. Love Jet. All right. All right, everybody. We will be back with you tomorrow. We're going to have a short coming up on this shortly. See what I did right there? But 1230, and then also after Elijah Rushing announces, we'll be on with an emergency live stream. So – for the great Greg Biggins, Shane Diefenbach behind the scenes, who decided not to come on, even though he agreed to. Actually, he didn't. But I'm Mike Luke. We will be back with you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.